dear in the... Did I just frighten you awake? I didn't know it was possible for you to be in there before I was in there. <laughs> I, snuck in the back, I snuck in the back door. Look at it like, is it just frozen from last week? <laughs> oh, God. Good morning. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? You have to be nice to me this morning. Not that you're ever not. <laughs> I've, been, I've been awake. I've been awake since quarter to four, so I feel a bit stringy, you know. Oh, do you know what? We should have just done it then, Anita, because I didn't get off work till um. Well, oh. nobody, nobody turned up, so I didn't. I get, never I'd... thought. I should have just messaged, shouldn't? I? <laughs> just <have> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Bloody hell! Yeah, I did. I don't think I went to bed till about twenty to five. So. Oh. We missed an opportunity there. We did, we did. Well, so you're tight. How come you just couldn't sleep? Oh yeah, just worrying about stuff and you know, blah blah blah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bloody life. That's it. Did you manage to get a bit of sleep though? Oh, some sort of a few hours. I I don't know what time I went to sleep, but yeah, yeah, it was it was three forty-five when I first looked at the time, so. Yeah, well, whatever. (laughs) Have a nice nap this afternoon. (laughs) Mm, I will. I will. I'll have a little nana nap. Probably while I'm because Sunday's a bit of a rest rest day for me. So I don't. I actually try not to. Apart from going out with the dog, I actually try not to leave the house because I. Because I like it to stay inside. <laughs> Try not to use the car. Just stay at home. So that's what I'll be doing. Anyway, how are you? How's your week been? I, I really not. We've not done anything this week, to be honest. It's <laughs> nothing to report. Nothing to report this week. It's just um, been work. Yeah. Just work, work, yep. work. Yep. Which is shite it's <laughs> the job's not shite it's just uh, gotta pay happened. the bills gotta pay the bills yeah in, unfortunately and it's like tiny time of year now that um booking her time off is a lot slimmer as well they start restricting mm. the amount of mm. people that can be off because of christmas and whatnot oh and okay yeah yeah since it is nearly the end of the year <laughs> already <laughs> Jesus, I did. I have achieved one thing for Christmas. Like I don't, I don't do it. I don't like to have anything Christmassy till December. Like you know, mm. food or decorations or any crap like that. But but I have made the Christmas puddings. That's done. You've done them already. Well, they need to mature. Cakes mature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, we? No. Okay. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. Um. Like Christmas cakes and Christmas puddings, much better when they're made a couple of months in advance and they just kind of sit and wait for a while and stew in their own flavours and stuff. So yeah, that's done. But that's all. <laughs> is that because they al- do you put alcohol in them? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But um, I don't, I don't make cakes because I just eat them all. But I do make puddings <laughs> and I eat all of them. <laughs> Got to have a few I, trial runs in here before you get oh to the end. Oh God! Because 
I cannot tell you, there's no words to describe to you how much I love Christmas pudding. It's like the best dessert of the entire year. Do you think, is it the same as Christmas cake or is it completely no, different? No, different, different, different. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, so they're all, they're all done and they're all just sitting having a rest till Christmas. <laughs> my, but usually I've done all my Christmas shopping by now. I, well, to be fair, I think it seems to get earlier and earlier. I think since after like 2020 and all that, I think everyone kind of started doing it a bit sooner than normal, didn't they? I've always, I've always got that done, 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 all, like done away ahead of time. But it's only for the most ridiculous reasons because <laughs> after about October, I can't even stand to go into the shops. I can't stand to go to Meadow Hall after about October and Parkgate. It's just a fucking nightmare. So. I just like to have everything done and out the way, and then I just don't have to go into the shops. So I always picked you as one of those, like myself, <laughs> that do th- they do it the January before the Christmas that you want it, when <laughs> everything's cheaper. Oh, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> not that good. Get everything in the January sale and save it for the Christmas after that's coming up. Yeah, but you've got to be careful if you're buying for old people. Because if you buy in January, <laughs> that's gonna crack a joke. But <laughs> yeah, go on, go no. on. Because I just did. Because if you buy it for them in January, they might not be here in December. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Then what are you gonna do with that fucking present? Yeah, anyway. Give it to the one old person that is still alive. <laughs> Pass it on. <laughs> oh, oh bloody Christmas! Anyway, have we got uh, topics and questions? Plenty. I tried. Well, I saved a couple that were more your field and yep. stuck stuck them together. Um, so, yep. good, good. Uh, da, 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 da. At least the first one. Anita, how do you think Australian culture views fitness and well-being compared to the UK? Oh, Ellie, Ellie, you always come up with such grand questions. I love them. She, um, she can just have a job, darling. She's Have a job, Deli. You can come and do yeah. this on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are we're streets ahead. Is that you making that record or me? No, it's me. I'm sorry. I took the oh. um the filter off the microphone last week. Oh right. Okay. And I thought I, I could s- stealthily sneak it back on, but <laughs> no, you sounded like a bloody <laughs> train. <laughs> I didn't. Know, I didn't. I didn't know if it was a malfunction on my electrical part or not but (laughs) Ellie 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 um we are streets ahead and I think that's got to do with the quality of food that's available and Mm -hmm. also the weather which kind of makes an outdoor kind of uh well I say outdoor lifestyle but you know it's much easier to exercise yeah. Year round when the weather's when it's not, you know, minus two and fucking sleet <laughs> and snow. Um Yeah, yeah. We're just and you, you know, like you go down to any beach in the morning and you see people running, walking, push ups, doing all sorts of stuff, you know, just everyone's exercising out on the beach and um you know, people lots of people run all, you know, through the bush and stuff and along the sand, whatever and there's gyms everywhere, and yeah, so yeah. 
I get. Mm, would it? Is it more an outdoorsy fitness, like you just said, with the the? Um, oh no, it's just but it's just every, it it's gyms. Just, well, out, be, doing outdoor things is easier because the weather's better and we've got. Yeah. It's not very hard to go find a a beach anywhere to do run on or something like that. But I think it's just an all round thing, not just outdoors, but it's just an all round sort of more focus on health and fitness and eating well and um, yeah, healthy lifestyle. I'm not saying everybody does, but it's just generally more widely seen I'd say and and having you know having really good food good quality produce mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know a lot of people focused on eating healthier and stuff like that so yeah I guess it's a bit like some places in America isn't it? like Florida is always known because it's hot that they're out mm. on the beach they've got the beach gyms and then and like California and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. And hiking, they're really big into hiking, but they've they've mm-hmm. got that kind of a lifestyle anyway with with where they are. Yeah, and you know I do think one having better weather more consistently is is does make it easier to get out and do stuff. I think you feel slimmer in hot weather as well. <laughs> like you can have a bloaty day in England and you feel. Ten times bigger than what you are, but if you go to Spain and have a bloaty day, then you think you're still... it's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because you drank six fucking beers before breakfast or something. <laughs> Australian people are just attractive people. I mean, that's the the, the crux of it. I think. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I do. I think you've got quite a a bonny bunch <laughs> over there. Yeah. 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 Not saying that England hasn't. But we have oh, a few, no. Have a no. few decent people, but I mean, you know, you've got David Beckham's not exactly ugly, is he? Oh, until he talks, though. Have you heard him on that documentary? He's still not really hit puberty, has he? Really? No, I haven't watched it. I, I um, I mean, I, I, I quite admire him, but I don't really got a lot of time for her. So yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, see what I did watch yesterday. Bloody hell. <laughs> Fuck you. Have you watched that party gate thing? I haven't, no. Someone else mentioned that at work. Oh, Is that the um, else... when they locked us all down, but they were all prattling around in Bloody hell. number that... 10? <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly it. It's just an hour-long thing that's interesting because it's obviously they've recreated scenes and they used actors and stuff, but then they interspersed it with snippets of things that Boris was saying publicly about, you know, what everybody has to do. Mm. And then they also dropped in some individual stories of, you know, just horrible, sad things of people who, you know, someone who couldn't say goodbye to their beloved grandmother. Mm. Um, And, you know, they showed some shots of a funeral where there was like six people and it was this man who's, he'd been married to his wife for like 50 something years and she died of COVID and like he was just sitting there in this chair and a couple of his family members moved their chairs over to be closer to him and someone came in and said, no, you're not allowed to move the chairs, you have to stay apart. And yeah. This poor, this poor old man, you know, with the grieving his wife and he can't even have the comfort of his family. And these fucking cunts down there, I mean, I, I thought it, 
the little bit that I'd heard on the news, I thought it was one or two things, but there was like 14 or 15 documented huge parties with tons of alcohol, shagging, drinking, mm -hmm. snogging, dancing, everything just full on, full on. And it's just, it was just, a, the whole thing is just bloody appalling. And I don't, I don't think they've paid nearly, a, oh, they got fined things like 50 pounds. It was shy, it wasn't it, what they got. And yeah, then, there wasn't any repercussions for any of it. There were, yeah, no, there wasn't. And then there was some fellow who, uh, just some average young chappie in the community, and he he organised some gathering or something where there wasn't supposed to be, and he got fined £10,000. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so the whole thing, just what it's only an hour and a bit, so watch it if you have a chance, but it's just disgusting. What was really it? Disgusting. What's that on, Anita? Um, Channel 1. Oh, jeez. Do you know what? I watch things and then I can't even remember what channel they're on <laughs> and I can never find them again. Um, I can't remember. I'll try and have a look and... We'll have a gun. Yeah, it's just called... But if you can just search for it on Netflix's Partygate. So, it's... Yeah. Um, interesting they've done that because it wasn't necessarily all, all parties, but the stuff that was similar that they were doing that was so blatantly obvious... Um, I can't remember what they call it now. What's the one where they all go down south and discuss climate change and how they're all going to work together? Oh, like the um, the parties, like summits and conferences and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, they had that yeah. massive yeah. one, slap bang yes. in the middle of lockdown. Yes, um, yes. They had the um, thing on the beach, didn't they? Barbecues, masks yeah. were off. Yep, yep. But even that, with all the photographs, no matter where they were, what they were doing, any of them, any of the governments, they would make sure they were photographed getting out the cars all lined up bumping shoulders masks on and then yeah. the minute that camera stopped yeah. it all came off not yep. no one gave a shit and it was just like yep. people are watching this worldwide and you're still wearing a mask when these people that are telling you not to wear a, telling you to wear a mask because this thing's so deadly and not doing it i just like, the whole thing just didn't make sense with what they were doing yeah, so i'm surprised that they've just really started picking up just on the party gate thing because actually there was a lot more that they were doing in front of everybody's faces. Well, well I think it was probably um, like there's a lot of um, things quoted from, I think it was called the Grey Report. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of snippets quoted from that. So it's probably come on the back of that investigation and, and, and the findings from that. Um, but it's it's like literally quoting people's messages and emails and stuff, you know, setting up parties. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I know, because there was that whole thing about, like, they, they looked at everyone's WhatsApp and emails and everything, didn't they? Yeah, because um, I, th I think we talked about it a little bit on here because there was one mm. point they were refusing to hand over some WhatsApp messages or something. Well, no, um, no fucking wonder. So and same with that journalist, is Isabel, I can't remember her surname now, Isabel, um, that no, leaked no. all of Matt Hancock's WhatsApps oh, oh, that, yeah, she, yeah. that she used to help him write his book. That was bloody marvellous. I thoroughly enjoyed that week. That was yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I'll check yeah, that out I, then. I'll have a I little think look it's, at it. Yeah, I think it's worth, worth a watch because I didn't realise how how serious and bad that, that whole scenario was. Anyway, digress. There's a guy yeah. called um, 
Ivor, Ivor Cummins is called on YouTube that's very big on data and stuff and he's done some brilliant montages of them all saying stuff and the news mm. all saying stuff and stuck it all together. Fact, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, uh, very, very entertaining watch when you stick it all together to listen what was said over the yes. three years yeah. to what they were doing, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can recommend that. What else have we got? Um, da, 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 da. Apart from you singing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my glasses on and the screen's tiny with all the um, stuff. Um, Jane, Anita and Tiago, what advice would you give to someone considering a major career change like you guys have done over the years? You go. Uh, just do it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. If it's what you want to do, um, do it. I would not suggest any jobs that involve sitting down all day, like office jobs. Because my yeah. God, yeah, you've just got to adapt to a completely different lifestyle, or you just turn into a walloping great big manatee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, I know, I know what it's like to be in a job that, you, that you're that you not happy, mm-hmm. but like I was in a situation where I, I was very burnt out and very unhappy for a number of reasons, but I, I had to keep slogging away because I had a mortgage to pay off. Um, but I guess had I not come over here, I still would have been a nurse still. Mm-hmm. Cause that's all I'd done, and I didn't think I could do anything else. And I didn't, I did, I did, I did earn a, a fair salary. Not, not enough, obviously, because I yeah. don't think nurses get paid enough. But um, you know, I had a reasonable, reasonably comfortable sort of lifestyle, I suppose. But uh, well, not only did I change my job but I changed my country at the same time um, you went to the extreme <laughs> I did well I did I did and I did it when I was 50 so mm. um, that was kind of quite a big change <laughs> so but you yeah well you've you've uh, you've changed a few occupations haven't you uh, the, the one that I'm doing now is completely off the track to what I've used yeah. to. Know. I've always either been in hospitality, yeah, primarily, yeah. or um, into fitness for the last mm. sort of mm. well, since leaving when I lived near you, um, fitness yeah. kind of came the predominant career. Yeah, but but. I, but I think if you're really unhappy in your job, you know, if it's kind of seeping into your outside life and making you really miserable, then what have you got to lose? Just make a change if you can see somewhere else to go and it might be the best thing you ever did. Don't know until you try. I'm always for trying mm-hmm. something rather than not. <laughs> but if you're that unhappy in a job, yeah, then anything else, even if it's yeah, not I, spot yeah, on, it's going to be better. <laughs> yeah, you owe it, owe it to yourself to <clears throat> at least try, try the change. And it depends what, you, depends what you wanted to get into, doesn't it? I don't think 
if you if it's going to be working for somebody else or working for yourself, I don't think a change of careers kind of as easy as what some people make it out. When you watch these inspirational people talking about, oh, just get up and do what you actually want to do in life. It's not always as easy as doing what you actually want to do in life. You well, might have to use a few stepping stones to yes, true. get in that and, direction. And, you know, be like me that you are financially bound for a while to stay where you are because mm-hmm. you need to keep paying the mortgage or whatever it is that you need to do. Um, it's all very well go to saying go do what you love, but if it doesn't earn you much money, then you have to take that into account as well. It's same like universities, isn't it? When they send them off to do um, art degrees and theatre and stuff like that, it's like, well, yes, it's fun, and yes, if you make it into the the top mm. tier, then you've you've got a pretty comfortable lifestyle. But doing stuff mm. like that and getting to that level is very very slim, very slim mm. to be making money. I do, I do remember having conversations with my niece when she was just at the, my eldest niece when she was at the end of high school, like talking to her and saying, because she was sort of throwing up between a couple of different things to study at uni mm. and just said, whatever you do, think about something that's going to expand as you move forward in your working life mm-hmm. because... I don't care what anybody says. If you've got adequate money to pay your bills and you're just comfortably off, it just, life is just so much better if you've just got adequate. I'm not talking about being a millionaire, but if you've got adequate money to pay the bills, life is just so much better and easier and less stressful and more pleasant. It's not the number one thing, but it's pretty bloody important if you ask me. Well, yeah, the the debt culture that we're in at the minute, I suppose. Mm. It's not mm. good. It's not good. Mm. So, yes, I would say if you've got the chance and you're unhappy, take the leap and go for it. Go for it. Give it a whirl. You never know. <laughs> or just move countries. <laughs> yeah, just to add to it. <laughs> Quite popular though now. There's a lot of people that move over to um, Asia and stuff, isn't it? Because the yeah, yeah. Like if me and if me and you lived in Asia now, just doing our normal jobs, we'd be fucking millionaires because everything's so cheap up there. <laughs> True. True. We'd be very well off. Yep. My cousin uh, has been living and working in Doha for oh god, at least ten years, I think, maybe a bit more. Um, because he could earn more money there doing his job than he could here. Well, I was going to say it doesn't make sense, but it does really, doesn't it? it's weird, yeah. What does he do? I couldn't rightly tell you. Something to do with with engineering or something like that. Yeah, that's all I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what would be good doing them? Um, have you ever thought about going on one of them oil rigs <laughs> for like oh. six months? Because they get paid a fortune, don't they? And they're only out there for a couple of months and then they come back home. And, well, I know it's dangerous, but. Yeah. And I don't know if those things move at all, but I get really seasick, so <laughs> that wouldn't be for me. <laughs> I spend my whole time spewing. <laughs> I don't 
wonder if they do, you know, because they're, yeah, they're quite they, in deep water, aren't they? But like, are they, yeah, are, are they, they must be, are they sort of tethered down? This is, I sound very ignorant, but are they sort of, like, do they attach them to the sea bottom or something, or, or do they just float? I've got no idea, and that's a really dumb question, but I really don't It's know. not, because I've got no idea. Let me just quickly Google it. Do oil rigs float? <laughs> We're waiting with bated breath. Well, that doesn't really answer the question. As with oil tankers, heavy load barges and cruise ships, deep sea oil rigs float. Oh, okay, float according to basic physics. Well, there you go. So they must float. So they- yeah, okay then. They're not tethered down to the seabed. There you go. We learnt something today. <laughs> Move forward with that valuable piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they might have, because some, some of them are like slap bang in the middle of the ocean, aren't they? There's no way yeah. they've got legs that... Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Like if it's thousands of feet down or something. Some of these are fixed to the ocean floor and others are just floating platforms. Okay, so yeah, they do fix some of them to the... Oh, must be like maybe where it's not so deep or something. Who knows? I don't know anything about stuff about that. So. <laughs> I know you can, earn, um, you can earn really good money in Australia if you sort of do something like um, nursing at an, uh, a mine or something like that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Have they still got them over there? Yeah, to some extent. Sort of Western Australia. Like old-fashioned mines where they've no, no, no. got the little helmets big... and stuff. No, no, these are big open-cut mines. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've got a friend who uh, has done that for a number of years and well, she worked really hard and I think they do... Th- things like they're on call 24 hours a day and stuff mm. like that for them but uh, yeah she earned she earned very well doing that well i never that'd be like places where um they get all the minerals and stuff from them like the yes. big quarry yeah big quarry yeah that's it that's it but they're they're gigantic like they're just the scale of them is i mean i've never actually seen one but i've seen pictures of trucks sitting in them and you can't imagine the scale of them they are they are just monstrous <laughs> they're monst- yeah that's probably yeah yeah they're absolutely gigantic they yeah Good old ah. let's go do that for 6 months and get some uh, a decent <laughs> wage <laughs> there's no bloody local coffee shops there i can tell you <laughs> there isn't even a supermarket <laughs> Take a pot lunch. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> For six months, yeah. Um, Janice, do you or any of the Pods Up team have any opinions on the next election, both UK and America side? Well, you'll have more of an opinion than me. Well. <laughs> well, you will. I was never really big into politics, but like you said, with the, the party gate stuff, once stuff like that was happening in real time, I took more of an interest in it. Mm, um, mm. Because I, I don't know if, if 
politics has always been a controversial thing, but it certainly seemed a lot more controversial. Um, I don't know what was said because I really don't give too much of a toss about them. But obviously, the, the I think the Tory party had done a meeting or something, hadn't they? Where Rishi Sunak, who's our the UK's prime minister, um, yeah. had announced a load of things that everyone's kicked off about. Um, I saw a lot of sign this petition to get another general election thing. From this side, I really don't give a shit who wins on this side anymore. I don't think Labour's any different to Tories. I think they're all on the same hymn sheet. It's not going to make any difference whatsoever. I know Labour yeah. is saying stuff now like they're going to support immigration, blah, trans people, blah, blah, blah. They're just saying that because the elections are not too far away. So obviously they're going to go against the grain of what the Tories are saying now. But yes. When it comes down to it, none of them are honest. None of them stick to what they're doing. The country's no. in a shit all of a mess, and I don't think yep. either side of them. If I was going to vote for anybody, I'd take a chance quite happily on on reform. I think a couple of things that Reform UK say are relatively mm. all right, but again, mm. I, I don't believe they're going to be any different to um, Labour and the Tories at all, really. An America side, just anything has got to be better than that moron Joe Biden. Whoever voted him in just cannot be proud of themselves. I don't, I don't see anybody glowing <laughs> about Joe Biden anymore. No one's glowing about it. Um, I think Trump would probably win. I've said it loads of times. I think Trump probably would win. Um, God, I hope not. But I, I don't believe whoever's higher up in the systems would would let it happen. They're trying to do all they can to bring him down. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, as it stands, and I know it's really bad when it, when your country's not in the best of states, but I just don't care. I just don't think any of them are fit for purpose. So. Agreed. Like, I've got no opinion one way or the other of the two, like, you know, the two parties here. Um, but in interesting, I think... This is my own failing, but I think because it's not compulsory to vote here, I've taken less of an interest than I used to do at home because it's compulsory to vote at home. I didn't know that. Has it always been like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you don't vote, you get fined. What's the logic behind that, then, do you reckon? So everyone has their say. It's like... You can guarantee that somebody who didn't vote would be someone squealing the loudest after the election <laughs> True, about yes. what something about something someone who has been elected has been done or is doing. Yeah. Um, it's like if you didn't vote, you haven't really got a right to whinge, have you? No, no. Not really, not really. Um, so and so, yeah. So on my part, um, because it's not compulsory here, I haven't voted here, which is very poor. And I probably should. Have you, in Australia, have they got, is it the same as over here? You've got a plethora of different parties or have you just got, say, well, two main ones? There's the two main ones and it's always going to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, and they're both like same shit, different day, basically. Um, yeah. And it's confusing because our two, um, the two main parties are Liberal and Labour. But Liberal are the more conservative party, 
and Labor yeah. is the less conservative. Labor is more working class and Liberal is more um, of your sort of higher echelons, if you like, more mm -hmm. or less. Um, but then there's other parties as well. I'm, I remember the first time I ever voted, um, it was just a local thing. It wasn't a, a federal election. I think I voted for something like the fried green tomatoes party or the, <laughs> or the, or the party, 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 party. Um, but after that, I, I kind of settled down and sort of looked into it a bit more and I, I always voted for the same. So you went for the yeah. more visually pleasing one first. <laughs> Thought yes. you'd give them a try. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was my one wasted vote. But anyway, it was only a local one, so it wasn't it. But yes, I think it. I think perhaps there'd be a slightly different culture if it was compulsory to vote. Yeah, they probably would. Because if you have to do it, you're sort of forced a little bit more to think about what you're actually doing possibly but then you when you're out and about just in public <laughs> and you're walking around you wouldn't want them interested in deciding <laughs> the, the fate of your country would you really no, the people no. that do 10 miles an hour in the fast lane in the in the motorways <laughs> and the people that stop and talk at the top of escalators they're not they're not people that you want voting <laughs> <laughs> They're just the others. <laughs> <laughs> they can have their own party, party, party. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll see. I, I do think um, Labour will probably get in this time round, or the mm. next time round, I think. Mm. I just is can't it, do Is there a scheduled election coming up, or does it have to wait for uh, the current one to sort of fall in a heap? I've got a clue. It must be soon because I've had all the letter things through saying register up now to, well, just to hand all your details over just to make sure you're allowed to vote kind of a thing. Mm. <coughs> they, they've done the bits where they've, I don't know what they call it. I, th I think essentially they calculate at what point everybody's at at the minute kind of a thing mm. to see who would. Yeah. Who would think. I think they've done all that, but... Mm. I want to say it's called a by-election, but I don't actually know. <laughs> just yeah, if, if it's a, well, if it's a by-election, it's not a standard, uh, like, whoever's in power hasn't come to the end of their mm. term and then they have another election. If it's a by-election, it's one that's called early, isn't it? Is that right? Or is my understanding not right? No, that sounds a bit more, yeah, that sounds a mm. bit more right than what I said. What would I know? But I don't know. Hmm. So I wonder if it would work better, because obviously we had, oh, I can't remember what her name was. What was one that looked a bit like a Muppet with blonde hair? Theresa May? No, the one after that one. The one that uh, was after Boris. Liz That Truss? was it, Liz Truss. Jesus, so obviously... where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Sometimes you are well the things that just come out of my head, I just think... I didn't even know that was taking up space in my brain. <laughs> Jesus. Was she on the Partygate documentary? Yeah. <laughs> no. So when she left, obviously we got Rishi in, but the public didn't really have a say in that. No. Whereas no. I think if that's going to 
happen and somebody drops out, I think the whole thing should just go to an election again, mm. Mm. rather than just giving it to the next person in that party. Like it's tough tits if your party leader's walked out and doesn't want the job anymore, then then you it, should start from scratch. Yeah, yeah, I think the public yeah. should have a lot more of a a say and a vote in the day-to-day things like the green agenda stuff I think that should have been an election thing or a vote I don't think that should have been down to them lot to decide that, that's a good role. that's probably not a bad idea do you know what I mean and then like you said no one can whinge then yeah if yeah. you've not voted you're not voted that's your problem and if you yeah. have and you've not got your own well, way well tough that's you it's... can't really say anything about it because obviously the majority want yeah. the opposite yeah so yeah. I, I think it could all be a lot... I know it's probably not as simple as that, but I think it could be a lot fairer. Yeah, good point. Good point. Because they work for us at the end of the day, not the other way around. <laughs> well, tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. I don't know. So we shall see. But yeah, apart from that, no opinions. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> um, Sarah, what are some of the miscons- common misconceptions you believe people have about mental health? Oh, God. What do you think? Mine's probably more about the treatment-based thing. I hate this idea that one size fits all for treating people. Do you think that's the case, though? Yeah, we've... When you see people giving advice, be it on the television or courses that they bring into work, they all pretty much say the same thing. Mm. I, I just I don't agree with it. I think it's very much on the uh, an individual basis mm. of what's going to work to help somebody with mm. whatever mental issue they've got. I think one of the things hopefully slowly i think this is changing but it's still i think it's still quite prevalent that a lot of people still think that if someone's like got depression they should they should just in inverted coppers snap out of it mm-hmm. and yeah um i know that um somebody very close to me who committed suicide um that's what their father-in-law thought he needed to do just snap out of it well he did but not the way that yeah he would like um and i i don't know i sort of hesitate to pigeonhole but i think perhaps that's often a a, people who are a bit older might have that opinion because they've not been sort of brought up they haven't had as much awareness as that is around today that younger people have, um, and not I'm not saying every single person. I mean, my mum, you know, she's ninety-two, yeah. She wouldn't think that, but I know that's like that's quite common for people to just think, "Oh, just snap out of it," and that's very, it's very narrow-minded and it's very intolerant, and there's no place for that kind of attitude or saying stuff like that to people because it's not helpful. I. It- it insinuates that you've got a sense of control over it, doesn't yes, it? Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's like, that's like telling somebody to just, oh, for fuck's sake, just heal your broken femur, just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, just snap it back together and stop little 
stop lollygagging around with your broken leg. <laughs> you know, it's not. I, I think the 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 realization is is slowly coming that it 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 is an illness just like a broken leg, or you know, it's actually something wrong in your brain. It's not just somebody just moping around mm-hmm. being a lazy fucker or anything like that. Well, a lot of it's. I mean, it's not the same for everybody, but a lot of it no. is the um, a chemical thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wonder um, if there's still the old. Um, I know they don't do things like uh, the old school. Well, it's not even really that long ago, really. But the old mental asylums, like any sniff of mental illness, you got chucked into one of them, didn't you, and got branded as a a lunatic. Yeah. I wonder if a little bit of that still has a part to play in things as well possibly but but there's so many different you know if you're there's depression and then there's other stuff like psychosis and Mm -hmm. um manic depressives and stuff like that um and they're all different things they're all different separate illnesses um and you can't I think there's a danger of just like lumping all of that stuff together and just calling it this umbrella term of mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. It is an umbrella term for all the things, but be aware that there's lots of different versions of mental illness and they're treated quite differently, different medications, different, whole different modalities of treating. So it's not just the one thing. It's not just a single Illness, as it were. What do you f- feel about med- medicate and things like, like depression and stuff like that? Do you think it's a good idea, or do you think it's um, just speaking person? A... Speaking personally, yep, yep, it really yeah. helped me. Really helped me because I was really struggling. Um, and <laughs> my friends actually very nicely (laughs) they sort of did this little intervention and said you really need to go to the doctor and get some milk um and i did and i went on antidepressants and yeah they helped me it's sort of like it's sort of like instead of what you're feeling being so painful that it's like a sharp knife. It's mm. kind of like it dulls the sharpness of the pain that you feel. Um, so it's a little more bearable and you can actually start to make some progress and start to move forward and feel a bit better. So for me personally, yes, yes. Um, and I know people have objections to things like that, but people have objections to taking medications full stop, which I don't understand. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they do. Oh, there's a drug for that that'll fix it? Yep, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's that many of them because, yeah, I can say it. Um, when I chat to people at work that have been on them, there's mm. probably more often than not that they've had to go through quite a varied number of different medications before they find the one that yeah. yep. semi does all right to help them out but it's like any like it's it's like anything i mean i've said often to patients or you know my mum and stuff it's like you have this this particular issue that needs treating there's probably 15 different medications that are all in the same group 
and one of them might give you side effects that you can't live with. So you come off that. So try another one. Yeah. That might the side effects mightn't be so bad. They might be different, and you might be able to live with the side effects from that one. It's just like, oh, you know, you buy a car, you buy a Ford, you don't like it. Okay, well next time try a whatever. So try a Porsche. Try a BMW. Whatever. You know. There's some, and sometimes it's it's frustrating when you're sort of trying to find the right fit. But there's pl- there's always options with with medication. So. Yeah. Well, that's it. They can tweak it, can't they, and up the dosage yep. or lower the dosage. Yep, and... yep. yep. And, yeah, it, and it's about, like, different people will have different side effects for different medications. So if the one that you're trying, you can't live with the side effects, then, you, yeah, you go back and you try another one. But yeah, have, have you taken, been, have you ever used, anti used, <laughs> taken, been on antidepressants? A long, long time ago, probably mm, mm. teens. I just didn't get along with them very well. Mm. It was very much a. Um... I don't. I guess in a way, it was more. It felt like depending on them rather than using them as a as a, a tool and then addressing the issues. Mm. I think it was mm. the expectation that you can take this tablet and everything's going to be fine. You're not going to have to do any work after that. When I I personally don't think that's the case. I think if no, you're going to take not, them, no. take them, but you've got a lot of soul searching <laughs> to do yeah, still, yeah, to solve the issue. Some, which might involve counselling or mm. some sort of support or some substance yeah. management, whatever, whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's not just, just take this, don't do anything else. It'll fix everything that, you know, that's not the case, but um and I think going back again to the sorts of things that people have said to people that I've known who, you know, they used to say to my friend's husband, um, like, and after he died, people said on the outside he had a great job, he had two lovely kids, they had a lovely house, lo- a gorgeous wife, um, he was a great guy, people loved him, I loved him to bits. Mm. And people sort of were saying, why, why? He had everything, but he didn't because he was depressed and he just didn't want to live. Yeah. And you can have all the outside kind of trappings of a happy life, but if, you, if you're depressed, and just because you've got all the outside trappings doesn't mean you can't be depressed. You are depressed in spite of having those things, or those things actually don't matter. It doesn't. If you've lost yourself, you've got yep. nothing really have yeah. you that's yeah yeah and i was talking to someone about this the other day i think or maybe we've mentioned it in another conversation but often people who was you know severely severely suppressed and suicidal they actually think that their loved ones their family's actually better off without them because mm. they feel like just such a burden and that's why they take that way out because that's that's all they can see that they're just a burden and people would be better off without them. It's not a good mind, mindset to be in once you get stuck in that place. No, no, it's, no. Uh... Once you once I did a um a workshop on suicide prevention, and they likened it to this kind of like spiral tunnel. And along the ways in the tunnel, there's kind of like these little slits or little holes, and if you 
can manage to get hold of one of those and get out, then mm. you'll you'll begin to stop the downward spiral. But if you miss all those little things and you get to the bottom, then you're suicide. That's where you, that's where it goes when you get right down to the bottom. Um, that's why you know this whole this whole push for sort of reaching out, talking, um, having less of a stigma around it. Um, can only be a good thing, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. I think mm. it's and the rates that they're, they've been at over the last few years, suicide and stuff. It was definitely what I'd call a crisis, anyway, with the mental health and stuff like that. It's uh, and we've said and it, it before that not at the minute facilities for stuff like that to cater for helping people's not the best. No, it's at not. At the minute, it's, it's um, not adequate. I'd rather them take all that money that they're not spending on what's it H HS two or whatever. Yeah, put that into put put it in stuff like that. Screw your buses. No one really cares if if people are getting buses, they're already getting on a bus. No one, exactly. no one's particularly bothered if it's got leather seats and Wi Fi. Uh, yeah, S stick it into yeah. yeah. Do some food banks and get some yeah. mental health support for people and um, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> So hard. I think it's it's become it is becoming more spoken about. I think, but which is a good thing. I think absolutely. Mm. And I think with that, that makes it more difficult is the people that throw it about willy nilly. Um, yes. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I suppose it depends what kind of environment you're in, how much you're going to see that. I know my other half's jobs dealing with people that have racked up a lot of. Um, high energy bills <laughs> and are trying yep. to uh, argue against it and a, a lot of the um emails and calls that they get when they're just trying to collect evidence of why they owe a two thousand pound bill yeah um mental health gets thrown about a lot and it's like well that's really not the reason why you've not paid your bill in a four-bed mansion in surrey and <laughs> <laughs> like it's not you might have you might have mental health issues but that is not the reason that you're not you've not paid your bill You've, yeah. ign you've ignored it for six months, um, which well, probably it it probably angers me the most out is the people that do throw it around just as a, a get-me-out card. But then on the same token, you don't know who is doing that initially, so I think you've got to take yes, everybody seriously to start off with that do start saying mental health stuff. But there is a lot of a lot of people that will use it as a a get me out card which infuriates <laughs> infuriates the life out of me. Yeah, yeah, understand that. Yeah. I have had it on eBay, sold stuff on eBay. Well I've got mental health, can you can you knock it down by a hundred pounds? No. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with your mental health. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> my kid's got four legs, will you please knock it down by a hundred No, fuck off. Stop. Not my problem. <laughs> Stop fucking with you <laughs> making four legged children. <laughs> It's like it's like when you when you put something on on marketplace and it's free, and then mm. they say, "Can you deliver it?" It's like, what do you fucking think? They get no. nasty though, don't they? When you say no, that just that, yeah, that that's just ludicrous. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember oh. what the question was now. I think we we did all right. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Chris, how would you both envision the future of fitness and wellness in the future? 
Oh my god, such big questions. Ooh. <laughs> I, 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 I wonder if a, a long t not not next week, but sort of more fur uh, more further. Scrap that. That was, that was <laughs> take two. <laughs> yes. Further into the future, I wonder if there'll be things like um, somehow or other, like non-invasive monitoring of people's biochemistry and stuff like that, so things can be adjusted quickly. Um, yeah. Like, for example, lots of people come into uh, coronary care and intensive care, um, and they've got really low magnesiums. And so we always used to have to top their magnesium up by giving them a, um, a magnesium sulfate infusion because mm. magnesium is quite important in, for um, optimal cardiac function. Um, just, just things like that. Um, like most people, I think I've said before, you know, most, most people in this country, everyone in this country needs to be taking vitamin D supplements because nobody can get enough vitamin <laughs> D naturally. And it's like... What if what if that could just be monitored in a non-invasive way, and then, or you know, other sort of vitamin levels or uh -huh. electrolyte levels that are important, and you can just sort it out then and there. Instead that, of that doesn't sound too far fetched. I can see that happening. Mm, mm. But and and then then maybe you can avoid sort of longer some longer term health issues because you've got those things sorted. I know. That thing uh, I heard of a study that showed that if you had adequate levels of vitamin D that you recovered from COVID much quicker and that you didn't get it as severely. Yeah, yeah. Because vitamin D is very important for every system in your body. And everybody in the UK should be having supplements of it. Oh, there. Or move abroad. <laughs> Go somewhere, it's fucking sun. Well, yeah, but you you can't unless you actually go to actually live in Spain for the rest of your life, which a lot of us would like to do, but we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would I want to live in there in the middle of summer? Not sure. Not sure. It's a different sun, isn't it? it just, I know. It's nice. <laughs> it's sunny. <laughs> funny i was saying to my mum the other day that like 16 degrees here is actually quite a lot feels colder than like 16 degrees in australia mm. which is weird because it doesn't make sense but anyway we've gone off the topic again that's my fault <laughs> i'm always doing that sorry um health and fitness in the future what do you think I'm torn with it, mate. I, I thought, gym-wise, everything would move rather quickly to the, the new studios they'll put in. You know where it was just a screen, like with spin on spin with the bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you didn't have yeah. an instructor. You just got on the bike, yeah, and there was yeah. a screen. I thought that might have taken off, but I don't know if it has anywhere else. But certainly up here, it hasn't. I think I people still uh... prefer the. The real person. The real thing rather than... I can't think of anything worse. 
I guess it's all right if you're at home and you've got a spin bike. They're they're quite common, I think. I've seen a few running machines and treadmills mm, with mm. built-in screens that have somebody kind of egging you along. Like I think it's yeah. all right for home. But yeah, yeah I th- I thought things might have edged that way. I remember when I moved back to Harrogate, one of the mm. one of the gyms that I taught at, the guy had a contract with a company, and it was the only one in the north to have it. And you basically had a wristband on, and it had mm. all the weight machines you scanned it and there was like a wavy pattern on the screen and you had to keep the dot within this wavy pattern mm. interesting but, but it measured everything so that it yeah. you, were, you were on the correct weight and you're doing it at the correct yes pace and not doing any damage to yourself and again i thought that might have taken off but it doesn't seem to have no. really... jesus is Sorry, I interrupted you. Go no, on. no, you didn't. I did finish. I just always Look. titter off at the end. <laughs> I was just, just going to say some of the bloody performances I saw in the gym yesterday, Jesus, they could do with a few pointers, honestly. I actually have to blink on myself when I see people <laughs> doing things so badly. Do you have the but, courage to say something to them or do you just kind of think? Oh, no, that's what I have to. I have killed, to just. Re- I just have to remove myself, like not literally, but mentally from the situation, because I just want to slap them. It's just like, for God's sake, put your fucking ego away, drop mm-hmm. the weight by fifteen percent, and do it properly. You know, you just you just swinging them around with no form, or like I, I saw a guy doing um, like uh, just flat dumbbell presses, and the weight he had was so heavy he could only do a quarter of the full rep. Hmm. So what's it like that? Pointless. Those dumbbells went nowhere near his actual chest. He was just doing these tiny little quarter reps. It's just like, just stop being such a cock and just get smaller weights. No one cares, you know. It's the same with the young ones, isn't it? When they start in the teens doing the, the lads with the weights. They'll oh, yeah. pile yeah, they on the weight and they'll go 10 times to the dozen really super fast trying to bash it all out. And so, yeah. Yep, and they don't warm up properly and they've got to sort of like keep up with their mates and, oh, God forbid if you took a plate off because you weren't <laughs> quite as strong as your mate who's like weighs 20 kilos more than you. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But that said... Keep doing it wrong because some of the videos online are fucking hilarious with the stuff. Oh people... my god, are <laughs> they know. not? Yes. Oh, I know. I know. I don't feel bad for people that are getting secretly filmed yeah. doing it, but yeah, yeah that's a they bit are naughty, fun. isn't it? They doing that, fun. but they, there's some. You just think, oh, I've never thought to get on that backwards before, <laughs> and, there's, and there's a reason for it because you're supposed to sit frontwards, you wank. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. We'll see. I I think. I hope that they put more of an emphasis on the fitness as a whole. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, like there's a bit of a trend to call it wellness, isn't there? Yeah. Or they, or or they? Do you think they're two separate things? I think one induces the other. I think I think mm. fitness really. And I, I know it's an old cliche, and people hate hearing it when people say, "Well, if you went to the gym, you probably feel better." You genuinely would, because it's all the uh, endorphins and the chemicals and stuff that go around, isn't it? That really do and, make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, and even like, I mean, 
you know, when I'm going, like I went to the gym yesterday and, and I know that I do, I faff around and I sort of prevaricate and waste a bit of time before I actually get there and start doing something. Like mm. I'll sit in the car and look at my phone for 10 minutes or just fucking waste time. And I don't know why I do it because I'm not going to, I'm not going to not go. And I don't actually, while I'm doing it, I don't, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do, but my favorite thing is the results that you get from it. Yeah. Um, so I'll continue to go because I like what it does. I don't, I don't, you know, jump up and down with the excitement at the thought of <laughs> going and doing the stuff, but I still go and do the stuff because I like the results. You never that's, see anybody smiling on the way into the gym. <laughs> no, that's right. You smile on the way out because then you can go and get coffee because you're done. <laughs> People do that quite a lot, don't they, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've just got to... Uh, yeah. I, and I, I think... Well, I'm always banging on about how good weight training is for women. Um and, you know, I saw a thing the other day of some woman who was in her 70s or 80s and she started doing CrossFit. It's like, go you. Don't Bloody they put hell. you to shame? Don't they, daddy, put you to shame? <laughs> I couldn't do CrossFit, that's for sure. No. Nor, nor would I want to. But <laughs> they look bloody brilliant, yeah. Hats off to I hope I'm like that when I'm in the 80s. <laughs> Have you seen, there's, there's a, I don't know her last name, there's a woman called, I just know her as Joan, and I don't even know what country she's from, but she was sort of menopausal, middle-aged, overweight, and she decided to clean things up a bit, and she started lifting, and she lost weight, not from lifting, because that's not the right tool to lose weight, but... Yeah. Um, so God, you should see her now. I mean, she just looks amazing, and she's got all these. She's got a good. She's got a a, a body that responds very well to weight training, and she's got beautiful, like strong triceps, and you can see lots of nice muscles, shoulders, mm. and stuff. And and she's deadlifting and everything, and she's just amazing. I and mean, she's like in her seventies. Not seen her. What's she on Facebook? Um. I think you'd probably find her on YouTube, Joan. I, I can't remember last name. I think her daughter got her into it in the beginning, got her to go start going to the gym. I'll write that down, Joan. I'll hunt her down. <laughs> oh, I keep, I keep meaning to ask you, do you, do you ever see um, or listen to, there's a guy, do you know who William Hansen is? rings about let me google him because <laughs> you'll know his you'll know his face but he does a podcast with this northern guy called oh shit i can't remember the other guy's name they're hilarious oh jordan oh yeah them two jordan and uh jordan jordan that's help it, yeah. i sex my boss yeah i love those guys absolutely love them because uh, um he started out, William started out as an etiquette expert. Yeah, because they always used to get him on with, um, on. well, it used to be GMTV back then, but stuff like that, they used to get, get yeah. him on for his... But he had his, his own been... little show about etiquette and stuff. 
And I thought, oh, you're a bit prissy, but he's actually not. I think he's actually really, I just love him. He's, Them he's two fun. together are hilarious. Yeah, they're really good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think his snootiness helps him out in that sense, doesn't it? Having the other one on the complete opposite end, who's just a very normal opposite, working class yeah. lad. <laughs> yeah, but they're good. They're, apparently, they're very good friends. You just wouldn't they, put them together, would you, really? No, no. But yeah, no, they are they are funny. Like, I enjoy listening to them, too. Yeah, love them. Love them. Um, apparently he's got two degrees, Jordan. Don't know what in, but he recently graduated with a, a, a second degree. That's got to be the, media of some sort, surely. Well, because he, he was talking about, like, his, you know, his mortarboard hat and all that sort of stuff <laughs> at his graduation. Um Yes, very fond of them. I do like, yeah, no, I, I do. I thought you would have seen them somewhere along the line. They pop up a lot on um, the little short videos on YouTube yes. and Facebook. They're always uh, teetering about on there. Yes, they're hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Emma, if you're allowed to talk about it, what do you make of the Holly Willoughby situation? Uh, no, is the, is the answer to that one. Um, you're not allowed to talk about a active police case. Um, however, not on the same topic. Mm. I, th- I think it's good there's a conversation starting about stalkers. Mm. Um because I don't know what, what you think, Anita, but stalking's always seemed one of those, a little bit like um, R-A-P-E. It's never, um, it's not often seen out throughout a reporting and criminal yeah. stage. Yeah, often it's, not it's, taken seriously enough, early enough. Yeah, and I think stalking always I might, I might be wrong but it always just feels like it's one of those things that's one of those reports that's not necessarily taken too seriously or there's a lot that can be done about it um so i guess holly's stories brought that conversation to light i thought the only thing that irks me with it would be that oh, she's a well off woman Mm. she's now got the prime minister backing her she's got all these security guards pretty well guarded home and then the average jane that's genuinely getting stalked as well has not got that aid that help that assistance um Mm. yes have a quick google i think the the numbers last time i checked were pretty high for um women getting stalked let's have a quick look and it's often it's often a precursor to more sinister things. Mm. You know, one one point two million women every year and nine hundred thousand men every year get stalked. So they're they're pretty high numbers. They're not. not and that would be those numbers would be just for, from ones that have been reported, presumably. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit just like sexual reported. harassment and stuff like that. It's like. Yeah, you see the tip of the iceberg because so much stuff's just not reported. So it's probably much bigger than that, the number, maybe. 
And there's that different. Fo- there's that many different forms as well, isn't it? I know that stalking as an offence isn't just limited to uh, physically following people around, which is what I think most people believe it to be is just somebody literally following you around and it's not always the case i think a lot of it's online now well yeah well this whole online and... yeah yeah um i heard a story about a per- i'm not going to say who or where or anything else but there was a person who worked for a company um and they had lots of um contact with the public mm-hmm every day and this person thought this person was a male and they thought that the customer was interested in them and they found them on Facebook so using the details of the person Mm -hmm. that they had found or come across in the course of their work they found them on Facebook and started like hanging outside their house and taking pictures and um, sending them saying, oh, look, I'm outside your house and stuff like oh. this. And, yeah, it was all really ugly, the sack, quite rightly. Um, but, yeah, that's a online. You know, what you can get online, you can find out so much about somebody and that gives you a lot of power if you've got that information, doesn't it? It doesn't. It doesn't take long to find stuff off. Um, no, no. Even if you've got usernames that are nothing to do with the actual name, it really doesn't take long to find out information. No, no, and not hard to find out where somebody lives. You know what car they drive, where they go to the gym, where where they work. I mean, that's that's all of that's quite easy to find out. It's now that we're posting everything as well, like when you. Like especially Facebook, when you're tagging yourself in places, putting photographs up of everything that you do, it doesn't take too long to uh, compare uh, the background mm. of an image to a Google Maps if you've got a rough idea of yep, yep. of areas. Yeah. Um, How are we doing? Oh, we've gone past an hour. Oh, so we had that. Didn't, that didn't even feel like it. I mean, <laughs> it's faster every week. <laughs> or are we just speaking? Slower. Slower. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have we got any more pressing questions? There's one that might be a, a quick one. The other one, on. other one's probably a bit lengthy. Um, Pauline, are either of you working on any projects currently that you're excited about for the future? And do you think everybody should have projects to work towards? Excuse me, I've got thoughts and a sneeze, but it's a cough. Sorry, <coughs> oh. <coughs> good. Have you got a drink? Yeah, I'm worried. <laughs> just cough, just cough a lung We're away good. quietly. <laughs> You're right. We're good. We're sorted. Right. <laughs> Projects. I wonder. Wonder what she had in mind. Like, what defines a project? Is it like painting a painting or writing a? Well, you've got a bloody big project. You're writing a book. Yeah, we've got that going on. I suppose. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I'm just writing a book. <laughs> Jesus, that's huge. Got that going on. It's um. 
and wanting to move as well. I don't know if you'd class that as a as a project, but obviously I want out the UK. I want to be over in Spain, so I don't know if that's classed as a project. But that oh, would be. Got, I suppose it's a goal. Yeah, that'd be the that'd be the the dream writing out in Spain for. <laughs> So you you would choose Spain rather than Portugal? Yeah, I mean we've the majority of our family's from Portugal, but and we've had never really been that many times. To be fair, I think we've I've been twice, two, three maybe. I love it. I love that place. It's a great country. Love everything about it. It's Lisbon, isn't it? The capital of uh, yes, yeah, beautiful place. Portugal. Yeah, it's just never a place that outside of family stuff that I really mm. thought too much mm. about. But oh, I just yeah. love the Spanish. I don't really care where they come from. I just think they're bloody brilliant people. And yes, they are. They are. And the lifestyle and the culture, love it. The only the only thing I would say as a project was, I can't say very much about it yet, but I've got. Uh, just this little idea of uh, going in, not going into business, but of a a, a job opportunity that I'm pursuing. Um, it's very early days, so I don't. I'm not saying anything yet, but I'm excited. Don't about tell it. me that on here, Anita, and I can't press you for more information. <laughs> no, you can't. Well, I'll, I'll slide into my DMs later and I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's taking a lot of my uh, thought thinking at the moment. Excited and hopeful that uh, it will come to fruition. So we'll see. We'll see. Yes. There we go. But I don't know. You, like, our, ha- our home is an ongoing project. <laughs> it's always stuff to fix and do and build and, you know, Update. That's another project. Training the dogs is a project. <laughs> That's never going to end. <laughs> Do you know what, now you've said the house thing. That probably would make more sense as the term project, wouldn't it? That is mm. often like gardening and stuff. Obviously, uses a. Oh. Yep. Well, because the summer was so shit, we didn't even get all the make. <laughs> All the all the maintenance stuff done that we would want we had wanted to do over summer because it just wasn't enough nice warm weather. Um, You're really bitter about that summer thing. I, I am. I am. <laughs> Feel so cheated. <laughs> Feel so cheated. Uh, yes, but, Paul, yeah. and I think it's a good idea to have. Um, even if not projects, just a hobby. Yeah, something that like piques your interest that you're sort of really fascinated about that you want to like delve into more and learn more about or become better at a particular skill. I think that's sort of like part of just living a good life really, isn't it? Yeah, it keeps the old cogs ticking, keeps the old brain going. Yep, 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 exactly. So, yeah. So, yes. So, Pauline, let us know what yours is. (laughs) Well, she might already have one. Let us know. I'm curious now. <laughs> oh, well. Right, my darling. And, I better go and feed my hungry doggo. Pooch. I'm going like, to go back. She didn't back get any head. of my cup of tea, so she's 
because I came back upstairs and she's a bit, she's sulked a bit, she's a bit pissed at me, so. <laughs> You've got some making up to do now. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll, I'll be going to snuggle with her for a while, give her some food. All right, my love. I shall speak to you next week. Indeed. Have a good week. You too. All right. Ciao. Thank you. Soon. Bye.